Blog Talk Radio. Shelly Wilson Show. I'm an intuitive medium, a Reiki master, and a spiritual growth coach. My mission is to assist others on their own journey into consciousness and encourage them to live an authentic life through awareness and empowerment. Coming from a place of respect, truth, integrity, and love, I honor your free will and recognize that you are co-creating your reality with the universe. My intention is to bring understanding, help you to heal from the past, and realize your full potential. I invite you to begin your life in a new way and tap into your inner power as you explore who you really are. Refrain from simply existing and elect to live your life fully without regret. It is time to let go of the past. Live in the present and look to the future, for it is this attitude that will transform you. I'm delighted to interview... Baptiste de Pap. This is a special Ohm Times interview. Baptiste is a lawyer turned author and filmmaker. He has traveled around the world to interview the spiritual teachers in the film and book, The Power of the Heart. The movie is from the director of The Secret. Drew Harriet comes this unparalleled and life-changing film about the astonishing power and intelligence of your heart featuring some of the most inspiring and influential icons of our age, including Maya Angelou, Deepak Chopra, Eckhart Tolle, and many more. This film, which ties into a book of the same name, presents fascinating evidence that your heart is much more than a physical organ and that it can actually transform your views of money, health, relationships, and success. This film is an experience that will lead you to uncover and rediscover the treasure in your chest. The book is also by the same name, Power of the Heart, and it's published by Atria Publishing. just recently came out in October of 2014. In the book, it shows how we can overcome limitations in our daily life to find our true potential and reveals the heart to be a source of love and wisdom that far surpasses that of the mind. When Baptiste Pap graduated from law school, he was recruited by a major international law firm but couldn't bring himself to sign the employment contract. Feeling conflicted and anxious, he didn't understand what was wrong with him until he tuned into a web class with Oprah Winfrey and Eckhart Tolle in which Oprah said, I don't think there is anything more important than awakening to your life's purpose. In that moment, DePap knew that his heart was speaking to him and that it was time to listen. The book, The Power of the Heart, expands on DePap's on-camera interviews, offering specific guidance for developing intention, intuition, and creating synchronicity. The central theme among all the co-creators is that they all believe that the heart is the most powerful connection that we have with our true identity, our soul, our higher self, God, and the now. In order to find the path to your heart, Depap explains you have to stop the chattering of your mind and find moments of stillness. As I said, today is a special Ohm Times interview with Baptiste Depap. The website is thepowerofheheart.com, and I'm delighted to welcome Baptiste Depap to the show today. 
Hello. Thank you so much for having me on your show, Shelley. I know we met earlier yes. in Sedona, and um, yeah. I'm so happy to be on your show right now. Thank you so much I for am, having me. Well, I am so excited for this opportunity to connect with you in this way. I know you're a very busy man, traveling, yes. promoting the book, talking about it. And as you indicated, we were in Sedona at Sedona World Wisdom Days about a month ago. It's hard to believe a month yes. has already passed. Yes, it looks like a few days. I know. It feels like a few days, yes. It does. And, and and the beautiful thing is that experience was just amazing. And I know that afternoon, and it was the Mary Fisher Theater, that you yes. offered a screening of the movie, The Power of the Heart, and you had your collaborators there with you, the, the co-producers, and also uh, one of the actresses as well. And it was just yes. amazing time. You You showed it, and then you offered a question and answer time at the end. Yes, that's right. That's right. And that's how I met you, because you were there. Yes, I was. And I was so excited because, as I indicated, you know, this is part of why we're here today, to have this conversation so that you can be in Home Times Magazine. <laughs> yes, and what a privilege is that. I love the magazine. And, yes. um So I'm, I'm really excited about doing this with you, uh, doing this interview with you, Shelley. I am too. Well, Baptiste, I would love to hear more. I know I mentioned a little bit when I was introducing you in the book and the movie, but I would love to hear in your own words how this all began. Mm. So, yes, like you were saying, I was about to sign a a contract uh, with a big uh, international law firm. And at the same time, I realized that um, I had really worked hard for that opportunity, but I didn't want to do this because I felt, you know, I felt cut off from my aliveness. And I had like two weeks to decide whether or not to sign this contract. And in that period, I couldn't sleep at night because I was like, oh, my God, what what am I supposed to do? I feel like I don't want to do this, but what what then what should I do uh, with my life if I don't want to do this? And in that period, one night, I saw a web class that was being hosted uh, by Oprah Winfrey, and she was in conversation with Eckhart Tolle. And she said something that really resonated with me at that point in my life. She said, I think there's nothing more important, important than finding your purpose in life. And I was like, oh, my God, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm trying to figure out, what my yes. purpose is. <laughs> And then Eckhart said something that really um, it, it, it really opened my eyes for what was going on. He said, you can't get there through thinking. You can't get there through thinking. And I was like, oh, my God, all I've been trying to do is trying to think my way to the solution. I was right. trying to think my way to my purpose. And I think we, you know, we've been all, all been taught to do everything through thinking. But it's actually very limited. So Eckhart said, you can't get it through thinking. And he said, if you want to find your purpose in life, then you can ask yourself, what do I want from life? But a more powerful question would be, what does life want from me? And he said, if you if, if you ask yourself, what does life want from me? Then you create a space. Uh, where you can get the answer and you can only get the answer if you find moments of stillness and the best way to find moments of stillness is to go into nature he said so I went to bed and the next day I went into nature and 
I started walking, and while while I was walking, I was meditating on the question, what does life want from me? What does life want from me? What does life want from me? And I did this for about an hour. And after that hour, nothing happened. And I was like, oh my God, this is not working. Um, uh, maybe I should send Eckhart Tolle an email, or uh, maybe I'm impatient. And all of a sudden, it started to rain very hard, and I forgot all about the question because I was only thinking about, okay, where shall I hide now from this rain? Rain, yes. And it was raining so hard. It was raining so hard and uh, I started to run and I found some trees. And while I was standing under those trees, I thought I was having a heart attack because uh, I felt like there was a bone in my heart. And I know, of course, we don't have bones in my heart, but it felt like I had a bone in my heart and it broke and this feeling was so strong, and when it happened, I, I thought, oh, my God, I'm having a heart attack. But I didn't have a heart attack. I started to cry, and I had an overwhelming feeling of clarity and love, and I had a very powerful feeling of coming home, and I started to cry so hard, and at that moment, the idea came, you have to make a movie about the heart. And it felt like coming home, and I thought, oh, this is what Eckhart meant when he said you can't get there through thinking. And this feeling felt so right, it felt like coming home, and that's how the journey started. And yet, at the same moment, of course, my mind was protesting immediately. Uh, My mind said, you've gone crazy now, you're a lawyer, so you don't know anything about the heart, and you are uh, uh you know you don't know anything about um film production and uh you 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 know it, it, my mind was going crazy and how are you going to tell this to your family and your friends and your you know it's it, it, it was very confusing but yet i decided to go with that feeling of coming home that feeling of aliveness and that's how the whole journey started but that's when really all the problems started that's uh, how it started, and this was uh, five uh, years ago. Wow! Yeah. So it's been a so that's how it started. Return. Yes, and I the whole time you were talking, Baptiste, I get chills when Spirit is saying, "This is truth. This is truth." And what I was feeling, I'm very much a feeler. I'm clairsentient. So I pick up energies of everyone. I pick up energies of a, of emotions, situations, of spirit, and and so I am very confidently connected to my heart. And and what I want to say, first of all, with watching the movie, it was so beautiful, all of the way that it was put together and um, interwoven the stories, and and it was heart-opening, transforming. Mm -hmm. I could feel it for myself. And I even, you know, I've had that same feeling of of that heart breaking, uh, a bone breaking, but there is no bone. And, And the thing is, is it is opening wide, and so to mm. me, it was validation of I am where I'm supposed to be doing what I'm supposed to be doing as well. So that's what I found so beautiful. And, and you know, during that weekend, India RE had a beautiful concert that Sunday night. Yes, and I was there too. Yes. yes. And yes. so the song that she sang, um, you know, about spreading our wings and flying, and, and she kept saying this phrase over and over again. She kept saying, another shell to break, another flight to take. And so what I yes. feel is, you know, with that heart opening, that, that is a shell breaking. That's that hardness yes. of life 
that's that mind living in the mind and now what's happening is as we become more heart centered and conscious of living in that heart space those exterior hard shells are breaking so that we can open up to the power of the heart mm. yes i think that uh you know when our hearts are broken open our uh true I- identity is revealed yeah. and um so our our you know our our hearts are broken open and uh, that's what i've experienced I, ha- I i didn't have any idea what happened when it happened but now i can you know because of interviewing all those wonderful people i have a better understanding of what happened to me 5 years ago yes right so it's been a 5 year journey into consciousness hasn't it yes and um it's amazing now i mean you were just talking about india i'm traveling the world now the book is out in 70 countries it's out in india south korea japan it's out in you know all all european countries it's out in your country the us it's out in south south america in brazil and in so many countries and it's incredible to see how many people are resonating with the message of this book and even india ari i mean i met her in sedona after her concert she told me that she already saw the movie four times and she was wow. so profoundly touched by it. <laughs> and she's now giving it to, to other people, uh, yeah. sharing it to other, you know, celebrity friends. And So she is an ambassador. She became an ambassador for the power of the heart. Uh, and uh, many people who have seen the movie are t- touched. And it, so it has a ripple effect. It's what Eckhart Tolle says in the movie, you know. When you start to live from the heart, it has a ripple effect. And that's what I'm experiencing now. Uh, because I think there's only one real authority in our life, and it's our inner authority. It's our heart. And I think that's the yeah. main message of the book. You know, no one can tell you what you're supposed to do with your life. And uh, no one can tell you what your purpose is. No one can tell you why you're here. Only your own heart can tell you that. And Mark Nepo says it beautifully in the movie. He says, a fish cannot drown in water. A bird cannot fall from the sky. Each creature must find their own God-given element. And it's easy for fish and it's easy for birds. They know their element, but it's not so easy for us human beings. And, you know, when we are born, we don't get the manual for who we are and why we are here. Exactly. Uh, and we can't get there through thinking. We can't get there through thinking. We can only find it when we open our hearts and then our true identity and the reason why we're here is revealed. Beautiful. And, and you know, the questions that we all ask as we begin waking up, spiritually speaking, is who am I, why am I here, what am I supposed to be doing? And, you know, the subtitle of the book, The Power of the Heart, is Finding Your True Purpose in Life. And I have to say, first of all, the book is just beautiful. I am one of those people that I analyze every aspect of it. You know, I took the paper cover off and looked at the hardback and saw the embossing on that and then the way that it's laid out where each co-creator has their own geometric medallia Mm. assigned to it. And then in the back you have that with the biographies and then when you go to the website you have their image along with that and i thought wow a lot of energy a lot of love has been placed into this and you know i want to say too baptiste with the movie the secret and the director is the same for this movie as well the power of the heart but the secret was all about bringing the concept of the universal law of attraction into people's lives to helping them consciously create the life they desire 
And this book is all about living from that heart space, that heart-centered consciousness. And this truly is what the world needs. So I know, I feel that all of your time, energy, any challenges that you were faced during this process, now is the time to just sit back, relax. Obviously, you're traveling and promoting and speaking about this. But in the same sense, I just can feel how happy, how proud, how much your heart feels with the effect that this is having. Oh, yes. I I wanted to say, I mean, I I lived uh, with Drew for almost... uh, well, uh, you know, I, I invited Drew Harriet, the director of The Secret, um, to to be the director of The Power of the Heart. And Drew wanted to make a movie about The Power of the Heart for also five years, and he couldn't get it financed. And then we met each other, and it, there was this big resonance that we all want, both wanted to do this. And we talked a lot about the difference between The Secret and The Power of the Heart, and he was, you know, the right person to have the conversation with about mm-hmm. the differences and you know the secret is about you know um learning how to attract something in your life uh right. a career uh money uh the right partner um everything you want but the question that is not asked in the secret is where is this intention coming from is it coming from your ego is it coming from from your personality is it coming from your mind or is it coming from your heart? And I think it's really important to identify where, if you want, you know, if you want something, it's really important to identify where the intention is coming from. Exactly. Is it coming from your heart? Is it coming from your soul? Because then it's aligned with who you really are. Then it's aligned with your purpose here in life. Then it's aligned with your essence. Then it's aligned with what the bigger part of you wants for you in this life. And then you will have the support of the universe. Then you will have all the synchronistic experiences. And then you will only have a fulfilled feeling about it because you can, you know, you you can use uh, what is um, taught in the secret. But I think it's really important that the intention to attract something or to manifest something is coming from your soul. And I'm not saying that it's going to be easy. And you, you, Mark Nepo says it beautifully in the movie. He said, you know, sometimes we need the resistance also when we're, wor- we're working from our heart. But we need it like uh, a match that holds fire. The match uh, can only um, let out the fire when it has the rubbing, the resistance. And sometimes we need the resistance for our spiritual growth, for our full potential and full fire to come out. But I also believe that when we work from the heart and when we work from the intentions of the heart, we get the support of the universe, we meet the right people at the right time, and we feel the fulfillment, and we are living the life we were born to live. Beautiful. And, you know, I just have to say, even taking the moment when I had the opportunity to meet you and you signed my book for me and I mentioned, you know, we would love to have you on home times and and everything just fell into place in order for this to happen for Valentine's Day weekend edition. So what better time than that? But I am all about paying attention to those individuals who come into our life, those conscious connections, because I do get that everything happens for a reason. And, you know, just going with that, another thing I want to say, too, is how wonderful it was to have Maya Angelou as part of this project. Oh, it, I mean, it was a miracle, uh, I think, that she was in the movie. Um, we interviewed her in her home in Winston-Salem, uh, North Carolina, and this was back in 2011. Mm-hmm. And um, 
she was not in good health, and I, I knew she was still traveling, and she still traveled until the end, until she passed. Yes. But yes. oh, what a presence! Yes. Uh, what a, very a presence! I mean, she filled <laughs> she filled up the room. I, I've never she was she truly was a force of nature. I, she filled up the room, and uh, I never uh, met anyone like her. I mean, she she's in a category of her own. And I, I I remember that I saw the the funeral um, on television. Uh, her funeral, Bill Clinton was speaking about her and Michelle Obama and uh, Oprah. And we were in the middle of the production of the movie, and we were like, "Oh my God, Maya Angelou passed!" And we're you know producing this movie with her. And so when I saw, I heard uh, Bill Clinton speak about her, he said beautiful things that really resonated with the message that we had in the movie and what we felt about her that you know she she almost had the voice of god and bill clinton uh-huh. said um i know why she passed she, she was eight and she was r- raped when she was eight and then she didn't speak for five years because she told um who who the the, the rapist was and they killed the rapist so she felt guilty she she thought oh my voice has the power to kill so, so she didn't speak for five years until she was 13 and Bill, Bill Clinton said when she was 13, she got the voice of God uh, wow. when she started to speak again. And, I, and he said, I know why she passed. Uh, she passed because, uh, for, uh, because God gave, um, gave her his voice when she was 13, but he wanted it back for a while now. Yes. <laughs> and that was so perfect aligned with what I was feeling when I was watching the footage that we had from her. I mean, her voice is incredible. Her presence is incredible, yes. A beautiful story, a funny story, when um, you were at Sedona about Maya. Do you want to share that again? That you um, had asked her a particular question. And I think I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it took a while, and she paused, and she's like, no? <laughs> um, I think India Ari told, uh, told, uh, told that story uh, okay. during her concert. Um, okay. um, um, You're right um, now. I remember. Yes, and I think yeah, she was yeah, asking we, if she was ever afraid or something. I don't remember now, but the the weekend was definitely a whirlwind of wonderful speakers. So I apologize for getting that confused. But yes, it was definitely India. I remember now. Yeah, I, I, I remember it very well that India told uh, this uh, anecdote. But I'm trying to figure out what her what India Ari's question was to Maya Angelou. Have you ever felt have you ever experienced, uh, um, I think, doubt or uh, I, I'm not I'm, I can't remember as well. So, yeah, but yeah. I know it was in it the was a long yeah. thing, but but she said she paused for a really long time and then said, "No, I haven't." Mm. So that was a yeah, wonderful story. It was really story. funny. Yeah. Well, Baptiste, I want to take a little bit further too. I know that we've been talking about your wonderful book, The Power of the Heart, as well as the DVD and both of these you can visit the website thepowerofheart.com right on the front there's a video on this website where you can see the trailer and so that is wonderful and i love i have to say how the movie starts and you know it, it really is recognizing too that there's a lot more to it so i love how that opened up and then how it moved into all of these co-creators sharing and then it was interwoven with other stories so i have to say you know, it was like keeping me on the edge of my seat because I'm like, oh, who's going to talk next? What are they going to say? You know, what's going to happen? So it was, 
you know, a very fast movie, and I, I believe it's 84 minutes in length, but it, it just seemed like it was very, very quick because it was very beautiful. Mm. Well, thank you so much for the compliment. Yes, um, yes. You know, I, as, as a producer, you never get to see the movie for the first time, so that's why it's so <laughs> fulfilling for me to speak with people who actually see it for the first time, to see the movie through their eyes. So thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. And, and one thing was my favorite, and I'm not going to give the ending away, but I love how it ended. And, and it had tears in my eyes because that was just beautiful once again. Oh, thank you so much, Shelley. I'm happy you liked the ending. Yes, yes. Um, It it was just uh, the whole experience, as I said, was heart-opening, and and I was very grateful that I was a part of that experience with everyone else there. Yeah, I I sense that every time you see it with a big group, then uh, it's even more powerful. Uh, because everyone seems to be uh, in a hard space uh, while they watch the movie, and then they create their own uh, hard space together, and that's even bigger and more powerful. Yeah. Yes, I would agree. I'm looking now in the book. I've just opened it up, and I love how it's sectioned. In part one, it's talking about the paths to the heart. Part two is talking about the inner powers, and part three is the heart in the world. And I love how you've interwoven your own thoughts and feelings along with the co-creators and with the quotes. And it's just, I, I know that um, one of your friends assisted with this book as well and with the layout and writing, is that correct? Yes, yes, yes. One of my fellow producers assisted me with that, yeah. Yes, it was great. But I lo- really am, was drawn to the exercise, that inner ease exercise about putting mm, the hand the on the heart. The hard uh, technique, yes. Yes, yes. And breathing in that ease and love and compassion and letting that oxytocin be released, that love hormone, and just connecting. And and I actually spoke yesterday, and I incorporated that. And as we began, I began the talk, I said, let's just take a moment and, and just connect with our hearts and, and feel it. And people were getting emotional just in that moment. And I said, and this is something that we can do every moment of every day. Just take a moment to connect and listen. Mm. Mm. Yes, um, I, I I think the heart can tell us so much more, but um, you have to make it a priority to listen to the heart. It's what Maya Angelou says in the movie. Every day you go to the heart. Every day uh, you let it speak to you. And uh, you, you need to make it a conscious choice to take that time to listen to the heart because a lot of times we're not, you know, uh, everything else is filling us in. And um, if everything else is filling us in, then uh, we don't listen to our core, we don't listen to our essence, we don't listen to our heart, we don't listen to our soul, and uh, we are not living our own life. That's very true. And a quote by Maya Angelou that's both in the movie and in the book says, I believe that the heart is the most forceful, impactful element in our lives. I believe that the heart helps us to understand who we are, where we are, and how we are. Mm, yes, yes, that's that's what she says, and I think that's a really powerful quote, uh, and it's a really powerful. Uh, it's um, the movie actually starts with this, yes. and um, when we asked her to say something about the heart, she said this, and she first said her name. My name is Maya Angelou, and I believe the heart is the most powerful, powerful <laughs> um, element. Yes, and you in can our feel lives the power and, in her words. Yeah. 
and 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 it became even stronger because she said her own uh, name first. In Native American tribes, you know, when they say something very important, they first say their name. Like, you know, this is what I think. This is who I am. This is what I stand for. And that's what she did. That's what she did when she said that, by saying her name first. Well, I know, even though that Maya didn't get to see the end result of this, I I know that she is very proud to be a part of it and have her name associated with it. I I just have this beautiful feeling that's the case. Oh, yes. I mean, I, I know that her family has seen the movie and they all love it. So uh, that's a good indicator for what you just said. Yes. Yes. Well, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I'm going to. And I just am curious, do you have a favorite part, a favorite quote, a favorite aspect that you would want to share? Uh, Of the book or in the movie? Either one or both. (laughs) Oh, that's, uh, um, well... Every time I see it again, I see something new and I see something different. Um, but I, I, I really loved, loved, loved what Mark Nepo says in the in the movie. I mean, you know um, uh, his story. I mean, you know. I mean, I, I don't want to give things away, but there's a story in the movie, um, and Mark Nepo says at one point he says. Um, We are asked to see beauty while we suffer. And there's a lot of suffering going on. And I was like, oh my God, you need a lot of awareness, a lot of courage to say that. We are asked to see beauty while we suffer. Suffer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he's asking for us to be present even if we are going through suffering. And um, when I asked, you know, when I spoke to Mark, uh, right after the the recordings uh, we did with him for the power of the heart, I said, "Oh my God, the footage with you is so good. Um, it's so powerful. You're so present. You're so hungry. You're so in the moment." And I said, "He said to me, he said, yes, that's because uh, when I, uh, you know, was cured from my from my cancer, I decided to be present in every moment, to be yeah. present under." all circumstances and you can really feel that with him and I could really feel that in the movie and I think that's why he's so good in the movie because he's he's so hungry he's so present he's so there he's so on you know on on top of things and um, when he said that we are asked to see beauty while we suffer I was like oh my god that's that's really the hardest thing to do ever and um, that really resonated with me because that shows how much uh, presence he has if he's able to say that and if he's able to uh, ask that from us and I think that's really the power of the heart in action right there if you can do that I would agree and, and you know and, and the way that I would say that because as I mentioned before we went on air that I very much have, have written in my, a course uh, about this Opening Your Heart to Love was the title of the course and it's with the Daily Ohm but it was a, it's the same concept, staying in that heart space rather than going into fear mode. And it's also all about seeing the blessings within the challenges. So it's a different way yes. of saying it. And it is seeing it from that higher soul perspective. So every experience, I believe, is an opportunity to learn and to grow. And if we see it through the eyes of love, see it from our heart space, that space of grace, 
we're going to see it much differently than when, if we're in fear mode or feelings of lack. Exactly, and there's this other story, you know, the, the genocide story with Immaculate Elibagisa. Yes. I'm not going to give everything away, but there is this moment where she is so deep. I mean, she's in such a dark situation, and she's able to make the shift. She's able to transform. She's able to see the beauty. She's able to see the lesson. She's able to learn in, in maybe, you know, the darkest situation in her life. Yeah. Uh, and we're not going to give away something I mean, that just, if, most yeah, people yeah, would never yeah. experience. Yes, yes. And what, what what they both are doing is they are not, they're in a dark situation. I mean, when Mark is saying this in the movie, it's also a very dark situation. But but everyone is doing in this movie uh, is you know they're in a, in a dark place. They're 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 confronted with setbacks and challenges. And they are not attacking the darkness, although that's what Immaculate is inclined to do. You know, she wants to kill uh, 8 million people uh, because she's that angry because of everything that is happening. And yet uh, she decides not to attack the darkness. She decides to amplify the light. She decides to become more. She decides to be better. She decides to transform. And it's, it, it is her choice. Yes. And, and, and of course, uh, at one point she's drawn to it, but her choice to ask for, you know, show me how to forgive, show me how to get through this, that question is already the choice when she's asking that question. And that's what you see in the movie, yeah. I mean, everyone knows her story. I mean, it, it, it's been out there, but in the movie you really get to experience it uh, because you're actually there with her in the situation. And feeling it, yes. And yeah. the actress, yeah. Jamie, did a beautiful yes. job portraying her, too, I have to say. She did an amazing, amazing, yeah. amazing job. I mean, this when when we started producing this uh, this particular story, we were like, if we're going to do this, we better execute it well. Because you right. cannot... Uh, you know, you cannot screw this up, actually. And, and right. there were a lot of challenges. I mean, um, you know, when, when uh, Hollywood is making a movie about Native Americans, uh, sometimes the Native Americans become really upset when they are using Mexicans, and I understand right. why. And we, you know, and this is about Hutus and Tutsis, and we were like, okay, I, I want to use real Hutus and I want to use real Tutsis to 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 tell this story. I want to use the real peoples because I have Hutu friends and I have Tutsi friends and I want to honor their story. I want to honor their right. history. Their I want to honor yeah. this. Yeah. And um, so we did a lot of casting to find the right people. And um, eventually we couldn't find the right person to uh, role play uh, Immaculate. And we found her in L.A. eventually after a lot of casting. And it, it was Jamie. Uh, and uh, I was so relieved when Immaculate said that she loved it, when Immaculate said that she really felt this was uh, done in such a, a way that really uh, does justice to uh, how it happened. And she says, I cannot believe that you pulled this off. It's so good. And, you know, that was for me such a big, 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 a reward and a big confirmation that we, you know, had chosen uh, the right people to execute this story. Yes. And I have to and say, probably listen to your heart. Yes, 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 yes. But I felt—I have to be honest—I felt some pressure there. Oh, I can uh, imagine. Yes, yeah. 
yeah, yeah, yes. But yeah, we listen to our heart, absolutely. And the best compliment Jamie gets all the time. Now, well, the best compliment Jamie gets all the time is uh, when they ask me uh, the question. When you know <laughs> reporters ask me the question, how did you persuade Immaculate to to play herself in this movie? How did you persuade to uh, you know play herself in the movie and and to be in that bathroom? And, and I mean, that's the biggest compliment Jamie can can get. Actually. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, even I, as I was watching it, I was like, is that the same person? You know, she's portraying herself. Mm. And, and yes. so I even thought that, yes. And, you know, mm. then I met Jamie afterward. I had the opportunity to meet her there in Sedona. And, you know, I know that she was probably very nervous about taking on that role because she oh, knew yes, that there were was. big she shoes was, yes. to fill, but she did a wonderful yes. job. Yes, I mean, uh, she she couldn't. I mean, she's telling this uh, in interviews too, but she couldn't. I mean, there's this scene where she, um, she forgives the killer of her family, right? And um, she couldn't say the words "I forgive you." I, she couldn't say it. "I forgive you," and Drew was helping with her with it. And at one point, he said, "Okay, don't say I forgive you. Say I free you." And she was able to say that "I free you," and from there on, she was able to say I forgive you but it was really hard to say because it has to come from the heart although you you know she was acting she right. still uh, had to do it from the heart and had to right. say it from the heart that's what she felt yeah absolutely well I just opened the book up Baptiste and I'm I'm at chapter 15 which is all about forgiveness and it immediately starts mm. with your interview with Isabel Alande and her situation and yes. you know her speaking about it herself in the movie and then also she shares it here in the book and I'll go ahead and read the quote it says I went through the experience of losing my daughter because there was malpractice and negligence in a hospital I could carry for the rest of my life the burden of anger and resentment of what happened I could blame and sue the hospital but I chose to write a book instead in that book, I sort of cleansed the whole thing. I understand what had happened and realized that there was no bad intention. There was ignorance, negligence, but not the purpose of harming her. I forgave, and I have been able to live for 19 years with the spirit of my daughter happily. I don't carry that burden with me. So we know how yes. important forgiveness Yes. Yeah, for, I mean, forgiveness is everything. I mean, uh, Nelson Mandela said something powerful. He said, holding a resentment against someone is like drinking poison and thinking it will kill the other person. Forgiveness is something you do for yourself. Forgiveness is a process between you and you. Uh, and it doesn't mean that you're condoning someone else's behavior. You know, it's a really important point. It means that you're freeing yourself up from the energy blocks that you are holding, you know, the resentment that you are carrying. You're doing it for yourself, and it's one of the most powerful things I think you can do. It's hard, and it's very tough, um, especially when we feel justified that we you have been wrong. But you see that... Immaculate is doing it in a movie in a situation where most people would say, oh, I cannot forgive that. I cannot forgive that. It's impossible. But she's doing it. And the work that she's doing for us is she's actually stretching our definition of forgiveness. Because when I look at it and I see it and I think, oh, my God, she's capable of forgiving this, then I certainly must be able to forgive my neighbors and my parents and the people I need to forgive in my life if she's able to do this. I was in Studio right. City in a... In, um, in a radio show, and I was 
there with a, uh, a guy of my age who was also uh, in the Rwanda in the genocide in Rwanda at the same time, and I was there because, of course, I have this story uh, about the genocide uh, in the movie, and he was there to share his story, and he was. Uh, a Hutu, and of course, in the movie you see the story from the perspective of of Immaculate, who is a Tutsi. So the Hutus were killing all the Tutsis uh, during the genocide, and he was a Hutu, so he was part of you know the tribe of let's say the killers. Yeah. Uh, and he was sitting in a bus with his grandma, grandmother who happens to be a Tutsi. Uh, 20 years ago, and he was 15 at the time. And he was sitting in this bus, and all of the other people in the bus, they were Hutus too. So, uh, excuse me, Tutsis too, like his grandmother. So he's basically the only Hutu in the bus. So the Hutu uh, genocide starts, and the, Hutu, uh, the Hutus industry, they stop the bus. They ask everyone in the bus for their identity papers. And he uh, is the only Hutu in the bus, so they take him out of the bus and say, and they say to him, "You are a Hutu, just like us. Take this machete and kill everyone in the bus." Wow! And uh, he said, "My God will not allow me to do that." Wow. And they said, "Okay, if you don't kill everyone in the bus, including your grandmother, then we will kill you." And he said, "Okay, then kill me." And then they realize that he he rather wants to be killed than that he kills everyone in the bus. So they say, okay, then we chop off your hands. So they take the machete and they chop off his hands. And wow. of course, you know, he he passes out, and afterwards they kill everyone in the bus. Wow. So he is in the hospital for a year. He's in the hospital for a year, and then he comes out and he has no more hands. And I was sitting there. He was telling the story, and I was sitting next to him in the studio. And uh, it was a hot day in L.A., and while he was talking, he was drinking, and he could not use his hands. He, has to, had, to, he had to do it with his wrists. Mm. And um, so, okay, he shares that um, he comes out of the hospital, and eventually he meets the guy who chopped off his hands, and he forgives the guy. And I was wow. like, I, 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 I could not even... Imagine me doing that, yeah. and it's and 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 for me, this is a true hero, and what those stories do because we are like, oh, this only happens in Rwanda. This is not the U.S. or this is not Europe. Those stories help us to be better. This those stories help us to become more. Those stories help us to stretch um, our definition of what we are capable of, and uh, yeah. I think that's why they are so important because stories are data with soul. We connect through stories and we learn through stories and we see that we can do more if, if because if we see that he is able to forgive the guy who chopped off his hands and Immaculate is able to forgive the killers of her family, then we certainly must be able to forgive everyone we need to forgive in our own environment. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, and we need to hear hear them again and again. It's like, yeah. you know, for me also, yeah. I agree. And, and, you know, as you're sitting there telling this story, I'm just sitting here feeling all the emotions of, you know, the individual going through that situation and, you know, even feeling your feelings of, of hearing the story. And the thing is, is if everyone would just stop and pause and be in that moment, because a lot of it is in order to become in that heart-centered consciousness, we have to be in the present moment because that is truly yes. where everything happens. We can't be in the past. We can't try to live in the future. We have to be in the now. Mm. I agree. There's no other way. No. 
There's so no other way. How has this movie, being a part of this movie and writing this book, how has it changed your life? Well, um, uh, it it helped me really to trust the heart, and I'll tell you why. You know, when I started this project, I, I didn't know anything about the heart, and I didn't know anything about film production, and um, it was a big challenge for me. So I, I, I approached uh, some uh, producers in the city of Amsterdam. I said, you know, I, I, I'm a lawyer, and I want to make a movie about the heart, and can you tell me how to uh, to do film production? Can you just tell me how to get financing and uh, you know, uh, I, I have no background in this, and I have no knowledge about this. And I soon uh, realized that they didn't want to talk with me because they thought, oh, there's this crazy lawyer, and he wants to make a spiritual <laughs> movie about the heart. And, uh, yeah, and uh, so I realized that the producers didn't want to talk with me. So I thought maybe, you know, retired film producers want to talk with me because at least they have time. So eventually I, thought I, I found... Uh, a retired film producer who wanted to talk with me, and he said, "Okay, if you buy me a cup of coffee, I'll I'll talk with you for uh, for an hour." And so that's how it started. But the Very point good. that I want to make is is this: is that I didn't have the knowledge, I didn't have the infrastructure, I didn't know anything about film production, I didn't know anyone in film production. But still, uh, I managed to pull this off. Of course, with a big team, so it's not only my. Uh, uh, you know, it's on, not only me. It, it's uh, the effort of big, 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 big team. But I started uh, on my own. I started yeah. just. It started just with one person. And because I didn't have the knowledge and the infrastructure, I was forced to go with my heart's intuition. And I had no other choice to go with my intuition because I couldn't do it any other way. And this helped me really to start uh, trusting in my heart, to start trusting in my intuition. And I've learned that. If you are on a boat on a river, then your mind can only see the next bend, the next turn on the river. Mm-hmm. But your heart can see the whole river from source to sea. And what I've learned is that our biggest challenge is to experiment with that. Because deep inside we all know it, but we have to experiment with that. And why do we have to experiment with that? Because that's the only way we will really start to trust the heart and start to live from that place. Every time when we have to make a decision, you know, we can look... Uh, at things on paper, we can look uh, at it from a rational, uh, linear perspective, and we can put all the pros and cons on paper. And uh, but we also have to take into account how does this feel? How does this feel? And the heart is the, cent- uh, is, is the center of those feelings and of those intuitions. So it's really important that we use the heart. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't use the mind, but I'm saying that the heart should be the master. And the mind should be the servant. Yes, that's beautiful. And you know what I'm what I'm hearing and feeling as you're sharing that is, you know, even you are are recognizing and understanding how life can become so much easier and sweeter if we allow ourselves yes. just to tune into our yes. heart. And you know that doesn't mean we're not going to have challenges. We we do yes. need to see the blessings within the challenges. But the more that we stay in that heart space and really let that heart lead us, it, it's amazing what can happen in our lives. So the people we meet, mm. the things we get to do, uh, the experiences we get to have. And, you know, there's a part in this book, too, that talks about the health, and it talks about, you know, people that may be experiencing depression and, you know, very much so living on the five senses rather than actively working with their intuition. And I know Gary Zukov and Linda Francis talk a lot about authentic power and working with the intuition and such. And, mm-hmm. you know, I believe that 
when we are six sensory beings, we all have the capability of doing that. Life is brighter, and, and we feel better. That doesn't mean we're not going to have bad days or sad days or moments of anger or frustration or any of other those human emotions, but it does mean we're going to see and feel things differently than those that are not in that heart consciousness. Mm, yes, yes. I mean, I, I think that uh, the heart is about seeing beyond uh, what the five can, uh, five senses can perceive. Right. The heart is seeing uh, is about seeing and feeling the invisible word, world that is all around us. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and that is what I work with with uh, as as my mm. gift for my um, work, and you know mm. even since doing that because I just woke up in 2008 and so mm-hmm. my life before that I felt like I was existing and now I really feel living and I'm living in the moment and you know I do have challenges like everyone else but it's a matter of how I choose to view it and choose mm-hmm. to respond to it oh yes I mean we, we it's about conscious choice it's about responsible choice uh, we have the choice but it takes awareness to see it Absolutely, and being mindful and aware and conscious and yes. and all of those other words, and not living in fear mode. Uh, once again, yes. life is is sweeter. Life is better. It's brighter. And you know this this book closes out um, with the civilization of of a, with the heart, a civilization with heart. Chapter sixteen. Mm. It talks about everyone actively moving into that space and and how the world will change, how humanity and consciousness will change if each one of us begins actively doing this. Mm, yes. Yes, I mean that's that's what everyone said. Uh if if we start to live from the heart then this has a ripple effect and how do we change the world? We change the world by what Gandhi Gandhi said. He said be the change you want to see in the world. You know, yes. don't start complaining about, oh, I'm so in my heart, but my neighbors are not, and my husband is not. <laughs> don't complain about it. Don't wish it was easier. Wish you were better. You know, right, because you're right. only going to transform the world and change it by being in your heart, by working from that space, and uh, that's the only way. That's the only way we're going to change the world, and that's that's what all the people I've interviewed say you know um, it has a ripple effect because people will feel if you are truly living from your heart then you're able to inspire other people because you are talking to their hearts you're opening their hearts then they will follow you then they will join you if you're if if we both would be talking from our hands then we would just be two robots talking with each other but we wouldn't really connect and this is why the heart is so important it's our essence it's the only thing that makes us feel alive and it's the only thing that inspires us it's the only place where we really feel the fulfillment and the joy and the heart is always working from harmony reverence for life cooperation love clarity and that's i think uh, the, the space that opens up everyone and it transforms everyone I, I firmly agree, and, and you know what I like to say is that each one of us are spiritual beings having a human life experience. We're having our own unique human life experience, and the more that we realize that we are only in control of our own thoughts, words, actions, emotions, and reactions, ah, we can breathe. Because the thing is, mm-hmm. is people try to control someone else or make someone do things or thinks what's best for them, but if we just observe, allow, let go, and let them have their experience 
then they're going to have it, and we can choose to respond how we desire to. But, you know, it is mm-hmm. a matter of just walking our talk, staying in that heart space, and it will have that ripple effect and change lives. And Marion Williamson quoted, it is moving from fear to love. That is the great evolutionary leap both within ourselves and yes. within our species. And then Gary Zukoff also said becoming heart-centered is a matter of choice, responsible choice. It's a choice that only you can make for yourself. No one can make it for you. And then you add, but your decision decision does matter. It yes yes. <laughs> I mean, it does it, matter. It it, 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 is, it is everything. It, uh, the intention and the decision determine the outcome. Yes yes. Well, Baptiste, I can't believe we've almost talked for an entire hour. This has been wow. hard opening, transformational just during this time and what I love as I said before is is I love just to have a conversation and see where this takes us and as we begin closing out I would love for you to share with the listeners any advice that you may have anything that else that you may want to share from the book in regards to finding their true purpose in life and, and living and utilizing the power of the heart hmm. Yeah, I, I, I want to say a few things. So again, I, I would like to emphasize that um, we don't. When when we are born, we don't get the manual for who we are, right. and we can't we can't get there through thinking. Only when we open our hearts, our purpose will be revealed. And we and we don't have to know our purpose for our whole life. We need we only need to know what we need to do now and live from that moment. And sometimes our purpose is just to create as much alignment with our hearts as we can in the moment. And that's it. And from there on, all the other things will be um, revealed to us. And um, there's a saying in the Bible, it says, first seek the kingdom of heaven within, and then all else will be added. And uh, I believe that if you get the inside right, then also the outside will fall into place. And I think that's the power of the heart. You know, first go inside first connect with your essence first open your heart and then from there on if you really do that consistently and if you make that a conscious decision every day then the outside world will also fall into place and i'm not saying that you're not going to suffer i mean it's what paulo coelho says in the movie he says i'm not going to say you're not going to suffer i'm not going to say you're not going to be defeated i'm not going to say it's going to be easy but he says I am saying that you're not going to regret it. And it, and he also says you will never, ever, ever um, reach your full potential if you don't open your heart. And I believe that's true. Um, you know, our mind is very limited and we will not live our fullest life, our best life, when we are uh, living from our heart. And again, I, I, I would like to say, I haven't said this in this uh uh, interview, but it's not about being rich and it's not about being famous uh, or doing big, incredible things. It's about honoring the whisper. It's about honoring the call. Yeah. And, and when you honor that whisper and that call from your heart, then you live the best life uh, that you can live. And I think it's about that. And it's about living from your highest potential and living from who you really are. And that's what I want to say. And I also want to say that there is no bigger authority nor 
no more important authority than your own heart. Your heart is the most important authority in your life. It's your inner guidance system. And no one else can tell you what you're supposed to do. Beautiful. And I got chills the whole time you were talking. So Spirit is Mm. saying that is truth, that is truth, that is truth. And you listened to the whisper of your heart. And we thank you for having the courage, the perseverance to move forward, to produce this beautiful movie and, and to write this book and to share this information to create a better world. Oh, thank you so much, Shelley. It was my honor and my pleasure to do this with you, and I really, really enjoyed this. Thank you so much. And time has, uh, you know, time is flying when I'm talking with you. That's what I realize. (laughs) Yes, yes. Well, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in, and and be sure and visit thepoweroftheheart.com. You can also visit the web, the Facebook fan page, The Power of the Heart. They keep it adding lots of beautiful information to it, and, and I encourage you to do that. You can see a film clip on YouTube. It's also on the website, The Power of the Heart, the first thing that you see when you click. And so I highly recommend it personally. We know that India RE recommends it as well, and there are numerous other people. I know you just did an event over the weekend with Kyle Cease, a conscious yes. comedian, and I know that he recommends it because uh, he gave a testimonial in another video talking about how wonderful it is. Yeah, I mean, he uh, he says that it's the best move he has ever seen. And, you know, when I was speaking with him one-on-one, I said, come on, Kyle, you can tell me, honestly, it's not really the best movie you've ever seen. No, 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 I swear, I swear. And he said, I, it's really the best movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So that's, the, you know, a very big compliment that he gave us. Yeah. Uh, Yes, no, and I I firmly believe, you know, once again, Baptiste, the intention behind it, the feeling behind it, um, you know, and and you listen to the whisper of your heart and move forward. And I I do know and feel that um, the momentum will continue to build, and I do know that you, your work, your team, are truly making a difference in the lives of others. Mm, Thank you so much. I hope that this is really happening, and I really hope it has the ripple effect that I think the world needs right now. Yes, Yes, it is. I already know it is. It's just building momentum. And and you're touring on the West Coast. and Well, actually, you're going to New York over the weekend. So when this edition comes out, you'll be doing a movie screening. So beautiful. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's going to be Valentine's Day. When it comes out, so that's a very special day. Well, I I have a feeling it's going to be a really wonderful event. I I just um, know that it's going to touch many lives. Mm, Thank you so much, Shelley. Thank you. Well, listeners, this concludes today's segment of the Shelley Wilson Show, a special Ohm Times interview with Baptiste Dupap. Until next time, remember, this is your time. I encourage you to live an authentic life, be the best you can be, and love yourself in the process. Much love and many blessings to each of you.